It's Isara. And I'm Jermaine. And welcome back to another episode of Clarity's Hash Podcast. So Jimmy did this poll on her Instagram recently asking our listeners and our viewers for comments and feedback on what you want us to talk about on Hash Podcast. I was quite surprised because I got almost 10 messages okay. asking for the same thing. Can you girls talk about mother-daughter toxic relationship? Specifically toxic. Wow, yeah. is this a thing that Many people are going through. It seems like it. Mm-mm. Are you? Well, mm. Mm. Okay, uh. I gotta be honest, you know, before we wrote this episode, I was telling the crew that this is weighing down on me a bit. Mm. Oh. Like, I don't think I have an unhealthy relationship with my mom. Mm. <laughs> I don't think it's exactly healthy either. You know what I mean? I think this is something that everybody struggles with, right. you know? Actually, because we were talking about mothers today, I just wanted to say that I decided to pull this out. My mother crocheted this. <gasps> wow! Yeah. Like some 30 years ago. 30 years ago? Dude, yeah. that is so cool. That's talent right there. Yeah. So yeah. how would you describe your relationship with your mom? Ooh. In one word. Two words, Ken. Okay. Extremely complicated. <laughs> oh, not even just complicated, mm. but extremely. What about okay. you, Jimmy? Uh, tumultuous. Mm. At times, but I think now it has, it's getting better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, through several reasons. I think when she was younger, her emotional regulation was not as good as it is now. Right. So now it's a bit more peace and harmony. Right. Yes. Okay. For me, I think I'm gonna use the word improving. Okay. That's I nice. hope. Yeah. yeah. Um. It seems like a universal yeah, thing, though. Right. Like I find that I tell my friends more things than I tell my own mother. And sometimes I ask myself, why? I think when things happen, sometimes it's sort of like in us that you just want to run to your mother. But I think because a lot of us have gone through this thing where we tell them things and the response that we get is not the response that we want, Mm -hmm. eventually we start pulling away or eventually we stop telling them things because I know the kind of response I'm going to get and... It's just going to cause me heart pain. Right. Mm. This is the case that like uh, happened to me growing up. Whenever I told my mom something, I found that like 95% of the times, her immediate response would be, no. Me, me. You can't do this. Don't do this. It's not good for you. Sometimes I ask her, why? And then the standard response will be, just super hard, which oh. means it's just not good. Law. There is no... Um, rational response communication, or yeah, right? like communication or a legit reason as to why I shouldn't do this yeah. is always just because it's not good for you. Mm. So over time, I feel like it's very hard for me to communicate to my mother about certain things. Mm. Like even, even now, getting into relationships, I don't tell her until I'm like, what, half a year in? Mm. And like um, buying of properties, mm. I don't even tell her that, uh, hey, you know, I intend to buy properties mm. or I like, intend to buy a new home. I only tell her after I've been viewing certain places then mm. I just like casually show her oh this is the places I've viewed what do you think like, it's kind of because you want to just avoid that whole nagging situation right like yeah. it's like I've already done it so mm-hmm. nothing you say can stop me yeah. so don't nag I also find that I have lesser patience with my mom <gasps> than with my friends or even my dad correct I have oh. lesser patience with my mom why is that so? even with my dad I don't know yeah I'm more patient with my dad as well yes. actually and I find it baffling. Like, my mother yeah. carried me for like 10 months and growing up, she was usually there for me more than my dad, right? You know, because we always want to run to our mothers. Mm. But 
after growing up, I find that I actually have less patience when facing her and that's so weird. Someone was just saying to me the other day, one of my best friends said, actually, you know, you wear so sexy and stuff, right? Your mom has never said anything. Like throughout my whole life growing up, there's a picture of me five years old wearing a bikini and like <laughs> da- dancing to Britney Spears. <laughs> and my mom has never cared. The only thing she cares about is... Girl, not cool, ah, the studio. You, you want to bring a jacket, no? not cool. <laughs> ah. Like, even that annoys me. I know it's coming from love. I'm like, mummy, mm. no lah. I, mean, I have a jacket. Mummy, don't worry, you know? Mm. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. But just, I don't know why. The fuse is so short for your mom. Right. Yeah. Ah, I'm sorry, mom. I'll try to work on my patience, okay? <laughs> like, seriously. So, what do you think is exactly an unhealthy mother-daughter relationship. Because in all honesty, I don't think my relationship with my mom is unhealthy. True, I agree mm-hmm. on my end. But I have seen unhealthy ones um, mm. where a mother is very overbearing. Mm. So I've seen mothers that call their daughters every day well into their 20s. Call? Every day, you have to pick up a call. She's calling you non-stop for anything, a question, just to check in, where are you, da 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 Every single day. Mm. My mom never calls me. Mommy, call me. Like <laughs> She never ever calls me. I'm the you one calling her? her. I call her when I need help. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> she asks me for help maybe once a year. I ask her mm. for help like once a week. Oh. Kind of thing. Yeah. See, that's the thing, right? Like, mm. whatever age you are, yeah. somehow you'll just run back to your mother. I need my mommy, yeah. For right. sure. And sometimes when we need help from them, it's like instant help, right? We need them instantly. But when our mothers reach out to us for help, my mom will say things like, you know, it's... I'm not in a hurry. You can take your time. Me too. And I feel so bad. She's like, don't worry. Work first. Okay, yeah. later, later. You call Aww. this for me. And... You know what my mother tells me? What? Mm-hmm. See, you ask me to do something, I do it immediately. I ask you to do something, you take forever. Oh. Oh. But is but it true? But that's so true though. Silence is consent. Okay. (laughs) So yes, controlling. Controlling your every move, controlling what you eat, controlling who you see, what you do. Yes, recently I was just speaking to um, one of my friends and she's a mother. She's in her mid-40s. So she has a daughter about like 14, 15 years old. That's the age where, you know, they are a bit more rebellious and stuff like that. So she tells me her daughter goes on Instagram, social media platforms basically, and talks to strangers. Basically, these strangers reach out first. So, daughter is like, oh, okay, you know, I I can just say hi back. And she's the kind of mom who would check her daughter's phone. So, basically, she found text messages where the daughter mm, goes all lovey-dovey with this stranger that she met (gasps) online. They say things like, I love you, I miss you. And the mom basically found out lah. And she was fuming mad. Is he a scammer? Is he in his 40s pretending to be a 16-year-old? Who knows? A valid point to be concerned about. But I think from the daughter's point of view, she feels betrayed because, hey, how can you just just unlock my phone and check my text messages like that. Understand. Yeah. Honestly, she reminds me of my own mom. Like, she's constantly telling her daughter, no, don't talk to this person. No, you can't go out till this time. No, you cannot go and have lunch with your friends. Like, it's always no, 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 no. Mm. But I told her, you know, this will push your daughter away in the future mm. because this is exactly what happened to me. Like, my mom did this to me and I found that, you know, in my 20s, I never want to tell her a single thing anymore. Mm. So do you guys think it is... Ro- it is a mom's right to go through their daughter's text messages, like social media and things like that. It's a fine line. I can understand that it's coming from a place of concern, especially in this day and age, dangers all around. And right? I think it's a mother's instinct. You just want to protect. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we've all been there. That 14, 15-year-old girl texting mm-hmm. people, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And you, you feel text? like... Oh my God. You got no friends? Huh? <laughs> not strangers. No, no, no. no I never text strangers at all. Okay. Um, but you know at that age where you're finding yourself, you feel like 
you feel like a grown up. Right. You feel like an adult. You want to be treated as an adult. You want the freedom. Correct. Mm. You feel like, oh my god, you're clamping me down. You're cramping my style. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's tough. Right. And I think the execution mm. needs to be done properly. I don't think it's right. Eh? You don't think it's right? I mean, I yeah, don't, I don't think, think my, it's right either. I don't yeah. think my mom has ever gone through any of my... I mean, back in my day, it was a physical diary. I even think she's gone through my physical mm. diary. Maybe she doesn't even know you have one. Like, I, I don't yeah. think my mom went through my phone because maybe she doesn't know how to use it back then, you know? But now, the new generation, because right. they're so much more technologically savvy. Yeah. Here's what I think. Yeah. I think a lot of parents unfortunately, feel like they own you. That's, That's crazy. Okay. And because of that, they feel like they have the rights to access every part of you because a lot of them refuse to see that you are your own person and that you're an individual who is not 100% them. Mm. And I'm not saying that it's an Asian thing or I'm not saying it's a Singapore thing, but I think maybe in this part of the world, I think I've come to realise that there's a little bit more of that feeling. In Western countries, for example, yes, the circumstances are different, but it's a little bit more normal. You know, 18 years old, you You get out of the house. Mm. Um, Culturally, right? Culturally. And it's not that getting you out of the house means anything, but it's like a you own your own life. Right. You know, I've done as much as I should, as much as I can. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to be here for you. But it's that understanding that you're your own person. you got to go figure life out yourself. Right. And I feel like, I believe in this very, very strongly. I feel like the best gift you can give your kids as a parent is resilience. Mm. Let them go, right? Let them experience the world for themselves. Correct. Let them get hurt sometimes when they need to. You can't protect them from everything in this world. Correct. Mm. I know that you feel like being a parent, you're that hand that is supposed to protect that flame. But... They're going to face so much stuff in the world. And if you're always there, mm. hovering over them, helicopter parenting, right? How are they going to face anything? Like, how are they going to stand up for themselves? How are they going to bounce back from things right. when shit happens to them? We talked about helicopter mom. But mm. some moms are just perpetually not there. Mm-hmm. There's mm. just an emotional disconnection yeah. between the two people. And I've known of friends who really crave for maternal um, accompaniment oh, really? or company. Mm. But they just never get that. Maybe that's why you go find it somewhere else, right? You mm-hmm. find someone that will take care of you, like mm-hmm. you know, like a mom would. It's mummy issues, right? We always mm. talk about daddy issues, but yes, you can have mummy issues right. too if you don't have a strong maternal figure in your life. Mm. Yeah, mm. I actually saw a quote mm-hmm. that said, um, "People who always find the need to take care of others, maybe it's because it's healing a part of you that always needed to be taken care of." Yeah. Mm. Mm. On the other hand, have you guys heard of trophy relationship? Trophy relationship? Okay. Means what, uh? This is when a parent sees his or her child as a trophy. Mm. Ah. It's always showing off um, their child to their relatives and their friends and ah. colleagues. And, and always expecting right? yes, their child to get straight A's, you yeah. know, always be the best in life so that you can always show him or her. Ah, it's oh, one wow. of those aunties that Chinese see you oh, and then they God. gather and they're like... Hey, my son oh, going to medicine school. Mm. Eh. Yours left? Do people still do that? I do you think know. we'll do that when we're aunties? No, never. I don't go for so. these gatherings, so I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't think so, you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't think my mom ever engaged in that. Like, oh, my daughter, mm. you know, da, da, da. Mm. My dad, on the other hand, like, if we're meeting like a business partner, right? Mm. Completely nothing to do with the media. He'd be like, yeah, this is my daughter. Yeah, she's doing this, this. Oh, and she's a radio DJ. <laughs> 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 I'm like... 
Okay. Yeah. So finally tells you that he's proud. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's so very cute. cute. But my mom, no, my mom is chill. She doesn't. She doesn't try to. How do you say it? Like you always see in these um, in Hollywood, right? Sometimes the the mom pushes the daughter to be a Hollywood star, mm. okay, an actress, because they wanted to be one, but they never could. Uh. Mm. So they're trying to fulfill that unaccomplished goal in their life. Through their it, kids. Through their kids. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and then show them off as a trophy. Mm. Right? Mm. But I don't think my mom has done that Actually, ever to me. Actually, I don't me. think my mom has mm. done that as well. But she's very proud of me. Yeah. Mm. Like, she always tell her friends, oh, you know, uh, support my daughters, uh, this video, that video, oh. help to like and share. Like, like that's the way. Yeah, she doesn't say like, oh, my daughter's a radio DJ. She's doing this she's doing that but mm. she sort of like shows me off in other ways that are cute la, that yeah. are cute so cute yeah. la. you know I have a friend who is very close to her mother mm. like they are best buddies kind of they oh, go and yeah. dye hair together oh. they, they celebrate birthdays together and then they have all those like fine dining atas meals together which mm. is so rare between mother and daughter it's like best BFF relationship mm. would you guys Go on a trip, four days, three nights with just your mom uh, on a on a remote island with no internet. I'm sorry, no leh. I'm sorry, mama. Sorry, I can't. Is it that I kill her? She kills me. Mama, really. I'm sorry. Why? But why? To be fair, I think she wouldn't like it. Also, huh? Why? She will die. But why is it, you know, that we find it so awkward? I just saw someone post on Instagram the other day. Oh, you know, gonna be spending some alone time with my mom. I feel a bit awkward. Then she was like, you know, uh, story by story reporting, right? She was uh. like, oh, actually, it's quite okay, guys. I'm doing all right, thanks. <laughs> but she's like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm nervous because I'm going to be alone with her. Right. Mm. I can understand that. And I think everybody has a very different relationship with their mother, right? Yeah. The kind of toxic is a spectrum of its own. The kind of healthy is also a spectrum of its own. Something that I really like that I've seen in like modern day parenting, people our age slightly older than us who are having kids now, they do this thing where they try and go on like one-on-one -on -one time. Even when they have multiple kids, they're like, today is this kid's time. Tomorrow Aww. is this kid's time. Or like I would see a friend like pick the daughter up from school. She's seven, I think the daughter. And like... Oh, we're going to go for girl time. I gave her two options. She chose this day. Oh, that's so it's nice. It's very cute. Yeah. So sweet. I was watching an episode of the Kardashians where Kim Kardashian did the same thing. Oh. She says, oh, you know, with my with my kids, like each of them like different things. So I, I try to give them a good experience with each of the friends, right? So <laughs> for so for Saint, is the, his, her son, he really loves football right now. So I took him and all his friends on a private jet to go to watch an Arsenal game. Wow. Oh, okay. Must be great to be rich. Are you adopting? <laughs> uh, I won. <laughs> but yeah, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. That's mm. obviously very extreme. Yes. Mm -hmm. But still good parenting in her own way. Right, yeah. right, right. And actually not just for mothers. I would like to add a note for fathers as well. I have one friend, um, guy friend. Mm. So he tells me growing up, his father is always there for him by ferrying him to and fro school. And you know how much oh. commitment that is? Waking up before you have to get to work just to send your sons to school and then picking them up after school, especially exam period. You always make sure to fetch his son to and fro so that he can save the time travelling on public transport oh my to gosh. study. And honestly, the time spent in the car, you know, when you Bonding. send fetch, it's a very important time. Yeah. It's true, yeah. I mean, my mom, my mom was very present mm. and I really love her for that. She quit her job to be, you know, full-time present for us. Aww. Fetch me to school, fetch me back home from school for like probably... 
eight to ten years wow, of my you. life. And the thing I look forward to the most is because I get so hungry because recess, you don't eat much, right? Mm. So by the time school ends, I'm so hungry. She's always waiting there in the car at the school gate with like a hot tub of food that she oh, just brought from home. I and I will eat it in the car while we're driving home and I'll tell her about my day. Oh, yeah. so And I'll like, wolf so it cute. down. Oh. I missed it. It's yeah. <laughs> nice. So cute. Yeah. Really, oh, and cute. she still packs food for you to bring yes. to the studio, actually, right? She does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so sweet. Okay, her. here's a story from our PD. Yeah. Okay. A very different story, actually. Oh. She says, My mom is a tiger mom. Oh. I'm currently 27 years old, but I'm still navigating a very rough relationship with my mom. Mm. Growing up, my mother had always been very strict with me. As the eldest daughter, Everything I did was scrutinised. I needed to get good grades. I needed to do the chores, take care of my sisters and set a good example for them. So she said at the beginning of this year, she decided to take a leap of faith and book a solo trip to South Korea for the fall season. She only told her mother two weeks before the trip. Oh. When her mum found out, she was furious. And oh. since then, they haven't been on speaking terms because the mother just refused to speak to her. Why was she furious? Huh? So she would never allow you to go on a solo trip even at 27 years old. That's why she was furious with you. Why would she not allow you to go on a solo trip? See? Her mother would always say no without providing any reasons. That's very typical Asian moms, right? Her voice is quivering and I cannot I know. take it. She wrote this script and she told me that she teared up while mm. writing it. It's, think, it's so hard yeah. to navigate this relationship. Yeah. We understand. We understand. I know. Mm. I mean, the thing that you need to understand is that Dealing with moms is like dealing with any human being. They all have different things that are going to trigger you. And especially as a mom, right? They tend to trigger you so much. But it doesn't mean that they don't love you. Correct. Right? It doesn't mean that you don't love them. It's just complicated, right? If it can be complicated with your friends, mm. even more so the person that gave birth to you. And I feel like for mothers, sometimes they feel very stressed out as well because they brought this person into the world, right? And they feel responsible for their upbringing. They mm. always want to make sure that their sons and daughters turn out to be fine people. They can be alone in society. They can be successful. I think this is the goal of mothers. Put them in the role of a grandparent. Let's say today, you give birth. The way they treat your child will be so different from the way they treat you because they are free of that shackles and that responsibilities, right? Oh, 100%. Have right. you seen all those posts of like parents who send their kids to their parents and be like, how come I never got all this? Right. Like, how come yeah. you do all these things to them? Yo, you should see the yeah. way my father treats me and Kira, my right, niece. Right, right. Now she tells everybody to tui. It's Kira's playground now. Oh. Like, we don't have a space anymore. Oh, okay. No, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I also used to think about this, right? And I thought maybe the reason why we lie in the first place is because we already know what we want. This is like logically speaking, right? You're not doing anything extreme. You're not doing anything illegal. You know what you're doing and you don't see anything wrong with it. But you just know the kind of response you will get, like the solo trip. Correct. And no reasons provided. That's the worst, in my opinion. It's also probably good to take a... Like, go back into the past, right? If you know how your mom grew up, how did she grow up? Was she in a house where there was no communication? Was she in a house mm. where it was abusive or if it was very toxic as well? Because that's probably where she learned it. Mm. Nobody taught her how to be better. And our moms, you know, a lot of moms growing up in that age didn't have the tools to understand what they were going through. Mm. I don't think most of them even know what generational trauma is. It's such mm. a new term. All these mm. things, understanding your trauma, unlearning your, you know, your habits. Yeah. These are all new things. So yeah, be easy on them because I think they don't know either. Then would it be fair to say that it's unfair that you're learning these things and trying to work on them while they are not doing anything to unpack them 
and then expecting yourself to have to be the one to understand that they've gone through all this. But that's the thing, right? They still are not equipped with the tools to unlearn them. You are working on your own trauma, mm. not for anyone else. This goes for your mom, goes for your friends, your family, anyone in your life could be projecting their trauma onto you. Mm. But you work on yourself for you, not for anyone else. Your goal into working on yourself is to make yourself have a better life. Yep. If your mom treats you this way mm. and you have already worked on your trauma, you can be like, okay, but this is just the way she is. I've accepted that. I move on with my life. Mm. Some people can be taught. Some people will never learn. Mm. You have to make your peace with that. Correct. And if you are in a relationship with your mom that is abusive, when they say blood is thicker than water, what it means is not that family over everything. It actually means that you make your own family you know, anywhere that you are. So Correct. if you're in a very, very bad situation, don't think that you are tethered to it forever. Mm. Yeah. And that's why a lot of, you know, of my female friends in their 20s actually move out of their family home mm. because of their relationship with their mom. I know one girl actually, toxic relationship, same, you know, no, 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 always like emotionally abusive. Mm. Moved out and that distance apart brought them closer together. She eventually moved back in Ooh, and wow. now they have a wonderful relationship. Wow. Yeah, so it is possible. Of course, financially, it's not possible for everyone, but mm. it can be something you work towards. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I have an abusive relationship with my mom, but mm. moving out indeed improved our relationship. Hey. Some time apart, space apart. Every yeah. weekend when I go back now, I find like, my um, patience level has like gone back. True, right? You know? Risen yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but maybe after one day before it goes back down, never mind, I take the week to recharge again. Next yeah. weekend I go back, okay, it's at 100% again. So, it helps. Yeah, I miss my mom too because mm. I'm not home most days mm. and she will text me like, like she doesn't even know where I'm going half the time. Like, I'll just be like, oh, okay, landed in Vietnam. <laughs> she was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then she texted me the other day, girl, I haven't seen you in so long. <laughs> I feel so guilty, you know? But when I get home, everyone's asleep and when I leave the house, no one's awake yet. So, no one gets to see me. I miss her too, honestly. I do. Oh, she yeah. never texts you that. I haven't seen her in a while, so. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> I think I also want to take this time to say that we don't know the kind of relationship that people out there have Correct. with their mums. Yeah. And I want to say that some are genuinely irreparable mm. and that's okay. Mm. If you feel like you've got to cut them off, that's okay. Mm. I'm not saying to be, you know, a terrible child um, I'm not saying to forget where you come from. I'm not saying to, you know, be ungrateful or whatever Correct. it is. But we've seen some stuff online and some are just so brutal. It's like, go save yourself, babe. Like, right. If you can't save that relationship, it's really okay. I've seen people say things like their mothers saying point blank to their faces like, I wish you don't exist. Oh my then God. how? I'm what are you going to say to them? That they're being ungrateful? Please lah. We don't know what they go through, basically. Mm, yeah. It could get very, very bad. Mm. I think for most of us, it doesn't. If it can yeah. be salvaged, please try to. Yeah. Correct, Absolutely. Correct, correct. And also, right, I feel that, okay, generally, not for everybody, obviously, mm -hmm. but generally, things that mothers do all comes from love, from concern. It's because they want to protect you. It's because they've seen their fair share of shit mm. and they don't want you to go through that. We understand that, right? Um, but I think in every action that they choose or any path that they choose, it can vary in results. Mm. The same action by a mother on, let's say, two different people could really vary in results because 
that child is their own person. Correct. Child's different. Everyone mm. is different. Yeah. It's very, very different. There's okay. no textbook is what we're trying mm. to say. Like, yes. it's very hard to be a parent. It's very hard to be a mom as well. I can see how the way that you're raised, right? I mean, especially with your mom, someone that you're very close to and you respect mm. a lot. Um, you can adopt some of those traits. Like, mm. if you think about how am I similar to my mom? How, how yeah. do you guys think you're similar to your mom? In the way that she acts, things that she does. It's actually very hard for me to apologize. And it's very hard for me to say sorry for something that I've done. Mm. It's something that I've had to catch myself. It still gets very hard for me as I'm about to do it. But it's because my mother has never apologized to me. Oh. It's something that she just doesn't do. Mm. Maybe she doesn't know how to. Yeah. Right. You know, maybe some people, mm. they just think that mm. you just pick up where you left off and... Okay, everything's fine dandy again. Remember MP Carrie came on our show once yeah. and she mentioned that if you treat your parents as human beings, mm. it makes it a lot easier for you to see where they're coming from. Mm. Don't mm. see them as your mother, as your father. See them mm. as normal human beings. Because you put them on a pedestal, right? But Correct. nobody is perfect. Mm. I think you can also adopt good traits from your mom. Like, I think my mom is always willing to help people. She's genuine about that. And, and I see that um, kind of same quality in me where if you need my help I will always try my best mm. to help you because I've seen how she does it mm. right and she likes to host people you know mm. for dinner and I like to do the same thing right. as well right because growing up she did a lot mm -hmm. of that growing up she also did a lot of shouting at home uh -huh. uh, so I also like to do that <laughs> as in she she would get quite defensive I think mm. and and so much so that her voice is something... Like, I saw one of our PDs have a similar experience where your mom's voice, especially when it gets into, like, the frustration, I can hear it from a mile away. I can hear it even if I'm not in the same room. Mm -hmm. I know what her emotions are. And growing up, I had to think to myself, do I avoid it? Do I try to leave? Do I try to fix it? Like, mm. I was always planning in my head. So now, even now to this day, she's calmed down a lot, but it still triggers me. Because growing up, I had right. a lot of that, internalised mm. a lot of that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. For me, my mom, um, she always likes to help the needy. And she is always very thrifty. She doesn't throw mm. things away easily. So I think this is something that um, I picked up from her as well. Mm. Yeah. So this is something that I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for. But you know, for our listeners out there who might be experiencing a tough relationship, a rough one with the mothers, what do you think are some ways that we can go about navigating this and make it better? Sometimes you want them to learn, right? But you can't be the one to tell them because you're always going to be a daughter yeah. in their eyes, right? And, mm. and you're not going to be someone that can get through to them. If they are open to speaking to a third party, you can try, mm. right? You can try. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of family therapists out there that pr can probably help to mediate that relationship a little bit. Oh yeah. my god, but a traditional Asian mom would never want to go there. Yeah. No lah, so paise. We are not going to go there. Standard reply. It's possible, right. yeah. Yep. But doesn't hurt to try. Uh -huh. Yeah. I think what is frustrating for a lot of people is that we always say, you know, sometimes you can't teach someone what they don't want to learn. Yeah. We always use the excuse of age, you know, of they've been that way for the past 50 years. Mm -hmm. What makes you think it's going to change now? But I think what's frustrating for people is that it still doesn't make it right. Correct. You know, especially when certain behaviours are so toxic or let's say detrimental to someone's, you know, mm. life, mental state, mental health. Mm. I feel like this next comment I saw online 
um, resonates with me a lot. Mm. Um, this person says, I've come to terms with it. We got on better as adults who live separately. The little time I spend with her now is usually nice because we are better together in small doses. Mm. So, you know, just meeting up here and there. Yeah. Sometimes it's better than living together. Another person says, you know, you can just invest this time on healthier relationships with your friends. Yeah. You don't have to keep harping on the fact that, you know, you and your mom are this way. Yeah. Sometimes just move on and you will seek clear clarity. Oh, seek clarity. Hey. Oh. At the end of the day, you will always love your mom. Your mom will always love you. Correct. That will never change. Mm -hmm. You don't have to feel guilty if you can't take so much one-on-one -on -one time with her. You don't have to feel guilty if you want to move out. Right, so that you know you can better your relationship with her, or just you know better your own mental health. Don't feel bad mm. about it. Is what we're trying to say, right? I mean, they also want best for you. They just can't see that what's best for you is maybe some time apart from them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. it's a half pill to swallow. Not gonna lie. So obviously, everybody knows um, my relationship with my mother is very complicated, mm -hmm. but I feel like my struggle for the longest time has always been I'm not happy that you've hurt me this way. Mm. But there's something in me that is desperate for a mother and desperate for my mother and I will go back there. But there's always this fear in me that the same thing is going to happen. And then it happens. <laughs> and then I'm like, damn it, I knew it. But then I find myself crawling back there again. I think it's because you, at, at the very base of your heart, very, very deep in your heart, you still respect her a lot. Correct. You still crave her validation mm. and her affection which maybe growing up, you know, it was something that she didn't have the time to give to you or in the way that you wanted it. So you always crave for like her approval. Mm. And even though you know you're not going to get it, you still want to try, mm. right? And it's okay. It's okay that you I know, think that you is your that. way of trying to improve this relationship. Yeah. Mm. And as long as you keep trying, you know, she'll feel it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe. once my best friend said to me, um, she said it's precisely because she's your mother and it's exactly that like it's the one person in the world that will always make you feel that way correct. you know correct no one mm. else mm. can cut no you like a mother can yes. come this close yeah. to making you feel this way yeah. mm -hmm. but mm. i think just don't take one moment in time mm. as the whole of time as eternity right mm. Hang in there with anything, right? A bad situation doesn't mean that it goes on for life. I've spoken to quite a few friends. For a lot of moms, before menopause and after menopause, they're like two so different. different people. Completely different people. So hang in there. I don't know if you know if your mom is going through menopause, but I realise, you know, that it's a pattern. Yeah. Mm. yeah. When my mom was going through menopause, wow. I felt like I was going through menopause. It was like <laughs> crazy, you know. It's but just the emotions yeah, and the... Yeah, exactly. But now that it's over, she's a lot more calm. Mm. So, okay, to wrap up this episode, what would you girls say to your younger self about your mothers? A study actually showed a time graph of how much time you spend with your family, you know, and your mom over the years. It peaks when you're young in your teens mm. and it falls drastically from your 20s onwards. Cherish the time that you have with them, living in the same house with them because you're never going to get that back ever again. Wow. Yeah. That's so wholesome. Yeah. I feel ashamed of what I'm about oh. to say. <laughs> no, go ahead. You do you. What would I say to my younger self about my mother? Maybe not tell her so many things. Oh. I hate to be so brutally honest but mm. I feel like if... I actually didn't tell her or let her in about so many things, our relationship could have been better. Oh. You, Zura? I think I would say 
that just because someone is a mother does not mean that you should expect unconditional love out of them. Mm. You know what? One day, if you're lucky, we're all going to be mothers. And our, our listeners, you know, one day you're going to be parents yourself. So Sorry, I'm just going to mother your kids. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is, maybe sometimes stand in the shoes of your parents and mm. think from their point of view. Mm. It's not easy on them as well. And maybe just give them the love that they have always shown to you as a kid growing up. And mm. yeah, like what MP Carey said, mm-hmm. see your mom as a human. Mm. Yeah. You know, if you have something you want to share with us from the bottom of your heart about this episode or anything at all, you can always drop us a DM on Instagram at itsclarity.co. That's right. Don't forget to listen to us on MeListen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you consume your podcast. Turn on the notifications. And I also just want to say that you do what's right for you. We acknowledge that they as mothers have done the best or what they think is best for you. But at the end of the day, you're your own person and you should be able to navigate things yourself, whichever direction you decide on. I love that. And if you want to see the beautiful crochet top that Azura's mom crocheted 30 years ago, which is still in fantastic condition, I have to say, uh, go on to YouTube there as well. (laughs) All right, thank you for tuning into this episode and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye!